Episode 323. It's the official podcast, episode 323. It's a big one, and today we're celebrating with Jackson, kicking us off with a fiery topic. Yeah, the Chinese spy balloon just came up in chat, <laughs> reminded me of that whole shenanigan. That's been happening all week. Uh, have you guys been paying attention to it? I'm sure Kai has. What do you mean that's been mm-hmm. happening all week? It happened one time and they shot yeah. it down. Is it, is it back? Yeah, well, no, they've discovered it other spy balloons. It didn't happen one time, they? actually. So yeah. it took several... Okay, where do we even start? I feel like yeah, everyone well. must have heard of this. If you don't, if you haven't, a giant Chinese spy balloon, or so the government says, the American government has entered American uh, airspace. <laughs> what day? What When was it? It was like, like... Friday or something? Yeah. Anyway... Uh, the balloon flew around and everybody thought, is that a weather balloon? But no, it's way too high up. It's flying way above like commercial airlines and it's way too big. Apparently it was like 200 feet in diameter and multiple tons of weights being carried by it in a ordinance. And the government said, yeah, it's a spy balloon. And it just kept fl- uh, flying through America, through the entire fucking continent. And everybody was like, why are you not shooting this thing down? <laughs> Do you guys not have the technology, the capability to shoot it down? And the government it's said, a- well, we're worried about um, uh, debris falling down, even though it crossed like fucking wastelands and it apparently crossed Alaska, which is mostly empty. And apparently it also crossed the seven seas before it even entered American airspace. And I, the government I had plenty can- of chance to shoot it down before. I can I can understand why you wouldn't want to shoot it down because then it would spawn at least four other balloons which would trail around America. Yeah, that's Especially what I was thinking. Especially if it's thinking. encased in ceramic. <laughs> if this has shown one thing, it's that the American government sucks at balloons tower defense. How do you mishandle this so far? So the balloon flies, keeps flying, finally leaves the U.S. after gathering all of the intelligence that it presumably. What presumably the fuck? What intelligence does a balloon fuck? balloon collect? I don't know. The, the, the satellites don't. Know. don't. Doesn't don't Chinese satellites Maybe fly they can, over? They can see our smiles much clearer with a balloon. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, t- hypothetically, yeah, it would be closer to the ground, but I also don't know. Oh come on! But anyway, satellites can see American- my smiles, right? Satellites are pretty advanced now. They can zoom in. There's a whole movie uh, about a guy who tries to decorate his house for Christmas so it could be seen in space. They, they definitely can't see your fucking smile right now, Jackson. <laughs> they could. Well, I uh, guarantee they could. Guarantee. Again, okay, between between your phone cameras always recording you and the ability to turn your gyroscope into a microphone, we live in the age of mass surveillance. I also well, yeah. don't know why they needed a balloon, which would let some people to think, wait, is, is this like a show of power? Are they just taunting the US and being like, shoot it down, retard, I dare you. No, I, I reckon, I 100% reckon it was an accident and now they just have to like, no. they just have to live with that. I don't think they did it on purpose. That makes no sense. No, no. They accidentally sent a, a balloon the, is, the size this of is three the, school buses to America? Yeah. It's a this fucking balloon. How do you control balloon? it? It fucking just drifted in with the wind. A propeller. No, 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 no. The um, the government said this thing is actually changing directions regardless of the winds. It's the huge. It's an like actual, a, like... Is there a Chinese man it's not just like a little, piloting it? Is it an what, actual, like... Did, what okay, are you talking know, about? They didn't just, <laughs> Jesus they didn't just strap a GoPro to a helium balloon. Like, this is this was an actual sophisticated aircraft. Was there a man in the basket <laughs> below it, like, <laughs> traveling with it? <laughs> 
anyway, oh, some people also speculated, okay, maybe they're testing like, a, <laughs> you know, what if the balloon contained a biological weapon or a nuke that they were trying to deploy at some point or something? Maybe it was a test run for that sort of shit. Anyway, it leaves airspace. The Americans finally shoot it down with an F-22 or something. It pops, literally goes pop, at least. That's what I think may have been a sound effect added in post by YouTubers. Um, and then it turns out that the Canadians <laughs> say, hey, we yeah, also I, have one flying over our heads. So now there's is a Kaya second Chinese guy yeah, is cutting in and out a little bit. Oh, yeah, you're okay, cutting yeah. out. Uh, uh, keep it good. Do you know about the Canadian balloon, Jackson? No, I didn't know there was a Canadian balloon. I knew there were other balloons around the world, like China, China didn't have the only surveillance balloon or whatever, but I didn't know that it was over Canada as well. Was it a Chinese balloon over Canada? That's what the Canadian government apparently claims, and one was apparently also sighted over Latin America, so now you have all of these balloon sightings. And according again to the American government, they also said that, yeah, this happens all the time, that we had Chinese spy balloons under the prior administration as well. We just didn't tell the public because we didn't want to unnerve people. We didn't want to scare people of the balloon pandemic. There's so many balloons Basically. out there that we don't know about. What's, I don't understand what balloons would collect other than, like, I guess, atmospheric conditions, maybe. I don't know. Jealous or, of our weather, I guess. Yeah. Radio Pictures frequencies, with... 5G data, I, I have no fucking idea. I don't know what it would collect or why. So Kaya, you said that the balloon had ordnance in it. What What do you mean by that? Well, he oh, said but, potentially. Uh, I, I used the wrong word. Um, hmm. Equipment. It, it uh, had okay. multiple tons of equipment. And also according some um, defense official, he said that it probably also contains like a small amount of explosives to self-detonate. Yeah, because uh, you you said ordnance, and to. I was picturing like a war balloon yeah. from like an RTS, like with big machine <laughs> guns mounted on the side, ready to just shoot down planes and shit. But with Wait, so equipment, did they set it for Washington? Did they find the out what equipment was it? Like cameras or telescopes or something? Like what they're not telling us anything. Mm. First of all, I don't believe the governments. So when, when people say, "Oh, it was a Chinese spy balloon," how the fuck do you know? Just because the government told you? I don't know what well, it is. Do Maybe it was aliens. Did, didn't hmm? China put out a statement saying that it was an overreaction to shoot it down, and they'll respond yeah. accordingly? <laughs> Did they? Okay, that's funny. Just because we're in your airspace and we're a hostile country doesn't mean you should shoot down our spy balloon. That's so rude. Yeah, they they took they, ownership of it. It's not like a like a government okay, cover up. They Holy kind of shit! Forward. But, but so does the reaction. Like in terrorist attacks and stuff like that, the Taliban always takes like responsibility for that. Even that's if also they're not true. the ones doing it. So but but China, but sure there's a hang China. on, hang on. There's a difference between a terrorist group and China taking. Is there? responsibility damn jackson now we're getting deep right? oh my god <laughs> hey some people would say it yeah like you, you just said it <laughs> explain <laughs> why jackson yeah give us your reasoning hey they just sent a full balloon full of explosives into your country <laughs> you should be madder than me <laughs> i mean he's right Again, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of ridiculous that they just let this happen. The government's official excuse was, like I said, debris, one. And two, oh, we collected data on the balloon, actually. No, no, we're not the dummies. The Chinese are dummies. Actually, we spied on them, totally. Which is like a Redditor excuse, which I don't buy. 
But who knows? Surely America has built uh, balloons in every country as well. Maybe this is just a thing that all countries do. We just have a large yeah. stockpile of balloons. But we everywhere. we don't have balloons. We just go straight on the ground. We just install military bases everywhere. Well, yeah, but you don't have military bases within China or Chinese no. airspace, right? Allegedly, not that we know of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or balloons. Yeah. I mean, There's I'm like this. Bring back flying zeppelins. Flying fortress. Zeppelins were cool until the Hindenburg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that really fucked that really fucked yeah. them up. Bad. It, the Hindenburg was the worst PR nightmare for Zeppelins that they could oh, have yeah. ever imagined. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Imagine a yeah, world the, we we would live in if that didn't happen. We would probably still have Zeppelins flying around and like public. We do. You know, you know what's really funny related to that? Uh, the Titanic was probably yeah. the worst PR nightmare that cruise ships could have ever have, and yet and we still have cruises regularly. Yeah. Yeah, what 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 about it? What about Hindenburg made it that much more definitive? It was no, you guys make it sound like Zeppelins <laughs> were like this super luxury, super popular thing. Even for their time, they weren't that big. Like it Didn't was. Did they a, fly them during the war? World War One. Uh, I don't remember. Maybe I thought they were common. But, it, but it I played Battlefield matter. One were, and I saw one, so maybe they were extremely yeah. <laughs> expensive and extremely impractical. So it's not like they were like this super huge thing. Well, they were I think so what Jackson huge. was trying to say is that like the Hindenburg was to Zeppelins what Chernobyl was to nuclear energy. One, one fucking accident, and now we cannot have nice things anymore, unfortunately. Well, there was a few accidents with nuclear energy, like the Japanese tsunami incident, among others. Yeah, but, was a yeah. tsunami, though. I, I, think, I think Andrew's example of the Titanic is more interesting. Like, I feel like the Titanic was a larger cultural event, but then cruise ships made it by relatively unfazed um i don't know why well it's not like they're just going to retire boats like zeppelins again were never like a yeah. super practical super huge thing the titanic sinking is not all of a sudden going to have them go back to the drawing board like all right we need a new seafaring vehicle because boats aren't going to cut it because they can clearly why was sink. it why was it not feasible with with um what do you call them airships it's just extreme for their time. They Too were just extremely helium. expensive, super. But they were like another, the first technology, right? So boats were like pretty bad, like at the start. So they could another, only carry like four people, and you had to row. Another reason yeah, they haven't brought up Jackson is zeppelins are extremely slow, and yeah, when you I, have regular air travel through planes and jets and whatnot, why would you ever bother taking a zeppelin anywhere? Yeah, it would yeah. have to be a luxury thing like just yeah i was pretty sure it was even then it was like a luxury thing right they had like sweets and stuff on the airships sometimes i think like getting in a hot balloon would be fun for a hot hot balloon ride but then you hear all of these stories of people getting on a balloon and getting lost never to be seen again which makes you think don't those things have gps or something how often does that happen i've never heard of a case like that <laughs> Dude, growing up uh, growing up there were so many stories of people just getting lost in hot air balloons like millionaires getting lost children a child climbing into someone's hot air balloon and his parents' never hot air balloon. Is this a Turkish phenomenon? Because I don't think I've ever heard of this no. in my life. You think we've invented hot air balloons? Please. But no, I'm saying the phenomenon, the phenomenon of spreading around the story of don't get in the hot air balloon, Kaya, you'll fly away forever. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you've been watching too many cartoons. Yeah, because I, I don't think I've heard of any incidents <laughs> like that except maybe, maybe. one. Balloon my life. boy, but that wasn't a hot air balloon. Yeah, and that was a whole different hoax. I don't get. Yeah, maybe, I don't get the. Maybe uh, I've been tricked as a child. I don't get why you would but go on a hot scary. air balloon. They seem so dangerous to me. 
Yeah. What if a bird flies into it? It would get grilled. You what just you throw mean? the bird out. No, what if its oh, beak like penetrates the... Into the balloon? Yeah. Uh, and then and uh, then you go, like, flying off into space or whatever. However that works. Be really well, yeah, fucking... what, what the fuck? <laughs> what? If the balloon gets popped, you'd plummet to the earth, not the no, opposite way. No, Charlie. <laughs> it would act like a slingshot because of the reverse yeah. inertia. You would fly into space. Oh, I see what you're would propel you upwards. That's what you're saying, yeah. The the reversal centrifuge quantums, mm -hmm. of course, of course. I yeah. you've watched too many cartoons. <laughs> it doesn't deflate like a balloon. Haven't you seen off into space? Pokemon. Ah, yes, Pokemon, the scientific authority. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I would. I I would never. I don't know why. Like, wait, Jackson, are you referencing like Bye Bye Butterfree day? from Pokemon when they fly up in the hot air balloons and? To get Butterfree and some Sparrows attack them and shit? Uh, I don't remember which part, but I remember Team Rocket, like, being in a hot air balloon and then exploding and then, like, flying off into the space like wow. they usually do. you just unlocked the fucking memory that Team Rocket's modus operandi used to be approaching in a giant Meowth-shaped hot air balloon. Yeah. I forgot all about that. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that used to be their it, thing for a long time. It, that's what the trains yeah, they did it should all do. The time. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> Holy shit! Cool. No. Oh, All right, let's story. let's move on because I have a very, very, very important topic. And talking about hot air balloons has reminded me of flights and modes of transportation in the air. Uh, Charlie and I saw a very, very important movie yesterday. We did. Eighty for Brady. 80 for Brady, which is a a a real a real gallivanting of stars of old. It stars four old actresses who who had their prime, like Jane Fonda is one of them. You know, people that back in the day were really really big deals and still are pretty famous. Uh, they star as some octogenarian women who are on a trip to the Super Bowl to try to meet Tom Brady and watch him play football, and it was without any jokes better than plain. The yep, movie we talked close. about two weeks ago, three weeks ago. It was ago. just actually better than playing. Yep. It was inoffensively funny and lighthearted and really heartwarming. And I still can't believe people defend playing when that movie was just a more enjoyable experience from front to beginning or front to back. Oh, man. Are you guys interested in seeing 80 for Brady? Fuck no. Uh, no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you guys Charlie, just don't understand quality cinema. Tell football. them what they're missing out on, Charlie. Yeah. It was I great. I don't care about old women or football. You what don't need to, to enjoy this movie, though. Yeah, it's it's more it's it, less about that, Jackson. It's more about the bond between friends. Yeah, and it's got Guy Fieri in it. Guy Fieri's in um, it. Who else was in it? Is that it's, how you say? Is that how you say his last name? Fieri. Yeah. yeah, actually, huh. that's, a, that's how they say it in the movie. Tom Brady's in it. Tom Brady's like, in it. Gronkowski is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else was in it? It was like nothing but cameos the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the oh, Mark was... Rib what's his name? Mark Ribelay? Is it it? I don't know. Like, I don't know how to say his last name. I don't, I don't either. I don't oh. remember how to say his last name. He's the DJ, I'm though. The, I'm looking at the cast, and I don't know anyone apart from Jane Fonda, Tom Brady, and Jimmy O. Yang, who was in uh, Silicon Valley. That's, That's three good. people you know, and you wouldn't see this masterpiece of a film. I don't, you haven't sold me on it. Sell me on it. What, what's the jokes? Okay. You, you just said it was bad, better than this horrible movie you saw last week. That's not a selling point. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
Okay, let me put it this way. So we went to see 80 for Brady as, you know, Charlie and I enjoy a good, bad movie. And uh, we were by far the youngest people in the theater, without a doubt. Everyone else in the theater was aged like 55 and older. And it was pretty hype. What we expected to be just like a, a really embarrassing, not funny comedy for old people actually had some good jokes and like fun stories and fun characters. And it, I, I don't know how to explain. I watched a movie made for 80 year old woman, women and unironically liked it and would recommend it. It was pretty alright. Was, was it specifically for eighty-year-old women? Yes, it was specifically for eighty-year-old women. <laughs> it's such a small, small audience Wait. size. Like, hang on. So here's a selling point. It's produced by Tom Brady. Yeah, so that's, that's what I was getting to. Film a show about a bunch of gilfs rooting for him. Yeah. So, so it's produced it, by Tom Brady, which means this is technically the Tom Brady ego piece. This is like so his cool. The Room, and he's Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> it is a movie about him with a bunch of women obsessing over him that he stars in. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's a little interesting, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I he's an interesting it. man. Yeah, he's, he is an interesting guy. Was he retired in the in the no, movie? This oh, followed that's so funny. Their, yeah. their historic Super Bowl comeback against Atlanta. So, mm -hmm. but they all go to the Super Bowl. It's all crazy hijinks. These old ladies doing things that old ladies aren't really supposed to do. And then they eventually get to the Super Bowl. They're watching Tom Brady. They're getting fucking blown out because in that Super Bowl, they were way behind. They needed a crazy comeback. So in the film, spoilers, the old women save the day. The old women win the Super <gasps> yep. Bowl for the they, Patriots. They it's fucking awesome. Do. Yep. They absolutely do. Do they, do they devise the plan? Like, like yes. the play? No, you're not. No, we're not kidding. That's what they do. They break into the uh, offensive coordinator booth and they start running plays for the team. <laughs> it's so See, fucking you're awesome. Yeah, this there, is a good yeah, movie. I mean, you're laughing. I don't think I would laugh in the movie though. Well, the, the thing is, I, I I think this was supposed to be like an emotional thing yeah. because she starts telling like a really moving story about you know what she's had to overcome in her life while Tom Brady's standing there listening on his helmet, really serious and like it's supposed that it has like inspirational music reaching a crescendo. Mm -hmm. It's pretty fucking wild that. That's the route they went. And Tom Brady acts his ass off. That guy's... Oh, yeah. You're going to be seeing his name in lights. This so, is first of many. So one of the best parts is this movie was about apparently filmed about two or three years ago. And in the movie, three separate times, they bring up Tom's ability to never quit, to never give up, to never stop. They're like, Tom, you're the best and you never stop. You never quit. You never give up on your team. And since then, Tom has tried to retire like four times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, just re he retired for reals this last week when the movie <laughs> yeah. came out, yeah. which is pretty good timing. Oh, man. But his acting, he deserves an Oscar. He uh, was I, I feel, you're, you're being sarcastic, right? Oh, so throughout the movie, the main character basically has schizophrenia and has like dimensional <laughs> delusions of Tom speaking directly through her, either through bobbleheads or TV interviews or anything. And anytime he's talking to her, he is just completely stone faced in the middle of the camera, never moving, never expressing and just going, Lou, you have to believe in yourself. I won the Super Bowl once, and you can do anything. Come on. 
go out there and get it. It but I don't he's know. smoldering yeah. is what that's his acting. Like he just fucking smolders and it's awesome. Oh, he's just eating up the scenery by that. Yeah, so he's was this taking like, up space. Was this was this like the magic mic for eighty year old people? No, it wasn't was it like no, a, like, no, it wasn't a really. horny thing. That just magic mic. So that's what they oh, yeah, advertised they it as. If mic. you if you watch trailers and did we Charlie, we saw the trailer for this at Plane, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how we found out about this movie. Um, if you watch the trailers, they kind of play it as like a, ooh, kind of romp movie. Like, oh, they're going to go touch Tom Brady's hot abs and oh, old oh, ladies yeah. doing drugs and all this weird stuff. Like, there's a scene where they go to a party and they accidentally do uh, laced gummy bears. And one of the women starts hallucinating that everyone she sees is Guy Fieri. And they play that in the trailer. And you're supposed to think like, oh, they're all fucked up and wacky hijinks. And it's like, dude, where's my car? But then you actually watch the movie and it's a really uplifting, positive movie about friendship and staying by people close to you and being able to achieve anything when you have friends. And is I it cliche feeling it, really good. Is it? Is it like a generic cliche thing where like the friendship breaks up in like the middle act? No, actually. Each other? No, and that's oh. again, that's what surprised me about the movie. It could have gone a million generic ways. It could have just sunk itself and gotten really boring, but it 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 was competent. It was just fun from start to finish. It stayed positive and actually had good jokes every now and then and like interesting characters. Andy Richter's in it and he just plays like a smug rich asshole and like I don't know. It just from start to finish, I was never bored. I, I was entertained the entire way through the movie. Were the grandmas all single at this point? Had, were they all, but one, all but one. All but one. And one of the running jokes was her husband like relied on her desperately, and he would call her for unimportant shit while she was at the Super Bowl. Like he'd uh, he'd be like, "Honey, I sent you an essay and an email, and I need you to read it and tell me how good it is." When she's like in the middle of trying to win a hot spicy wing contest. And but was, was the, there love the between them, or did she learn that independence is fun so and then she divorced him? That's where the movie hits a good stride, because you would think the cliche is she has to be like, oh, you're, you know, I don't need no man, you're really weighing me down, just leave me alone. But no, she says, honey, I love you, and our relationship is great, but I can't solve every one of your problems. You're going to need to <gasps> take control and let me live part of my life, and I'll see you when I get home. And that's that's an uplifting, positive message. That's it. It's that simple. Yeah, until he gets angry and divorces her when she gets home <laughs> for not helping him. See, and that's the modern movie trope. That's the movie that, like, most movies that come out, that's what happens. You know, they have yeah, like this artificial drama. conflict. But this I wish they had all fucked Tom Brady or yeah. something in like some kind of crazy, like, really raunchy shit. Yeah. yeah, like they get fucking spit roasted by Brady and right. like the entire yeah. offensive all line. The, all okay. the at the end when they go to the locker room, they all just run a train on Lou to celebrate her beating <laughs> cancer. But, what happens at the Super Bowl stays at the Super Bowl. But I, I wanted to bring it up especially because, like, Kaya, I know on the show a lot you bring up how you have issues with modern writing for TV shows and movies and how there's always just this, like, negativity around it. It was really refreshing to see a comedy that was just positive from start to finish. You know, there was no artificial drama. There was no, like, just fights for no reason. You know, it was it was yeah. a really feel-good kind of movie. That's cute. I really liked watching it. I if, if you have a mother who enjoys, like, old women comedy, I would highly recommend this movie to her. It, it was She'll, perfectly good. She will also make friends at the theater because this place was fucking filled to the brim <laughs> yeah. with 80-year-old women. It was. So really, she yeah. absolutely was. <laughs> she will absolutely find some friends. For them. 
Yeah. Did you make friends? Uh, I don't, I don't think any of us talked to the old women, but Aaron went with us and he was wearing a Vietnam veteran hat. And yeah. then uh, it turns out like the people there are probably like actual Vietnam vets, like yeah. their husbands. So he took it off. Out <laughs> of respect. Um, yeah. Twice, yeah. <laughs> twice during the movie, an old man in the same row as us accidentally took flash photos of the movie. Um, and then my favorite one, my like favorite Polaroids. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my favorite one was a guy in like the middle of the theater got up to go like probably use the bathroom or whatever. But when he came back, I don't know if he just couldn't see or got lost because he stood in the stairs for about 10 straight minutes, wandering back and forth, trying to look for where he was sitting. And his friend had to Aww. stand up, walk over, grab him and direct him to where he was sitting. <laughs> Oh, that's so it's cute. Blind. Yeah, yeah. It was it was an old people movie for sure. But out of I don't know every old people movie I can imagine, it was one I certainly enjoyed. I just really liked watching it. No, uh, no exaggeration. It was good. That does sound wholesome. Yeah, it was. It was very wholesome. <laughs> it was eighty for Brady saving the movie theaters. Yeah. People, people defended plane. You know what? I, I'll make, I'll call out right now. I'll issue a challenge. For those of you out there, a while ago, when we talked about plane, we're defending that movie and calling it good. Go watch 80 for Brady and tell us what you think. No, better oh, wait, yet, just, Kai, just don't Kai. ever see another movie again. You, you guys <laughs> don't deserve it if you like plane. Ty, you watch plane. What do you think? Watched is a very generous way to put it. Me and my buddies were on Discord and we all kind of did our own thing while it was on on the side. It was, it was pretty bad. My favorite part was where like the character, he finds an abandoned shack or some shit and he finally gets a landline through to 911 and says, hey, I'm the pilot of this crashed airplane and the operator doesn't fucking believe him and just hangs up on him. When, you know, in real life, you can get someone swatted in like 10 minutes and they're f fucking obligated to just believe you and pull up to someone's house with their guns and shoot their dog. But an actual airline pilot calls in and they ask him, like, what's your badge number? Like, what's your pilot ID? And he doesn't know. Like, what kind of fucking pilot doesn't know his own goddamn number? It was such a stupid scene. And that's where I zoned out, I guess. Uh, you zoned out at the right time. Everything mm -hmm. else is so fucking awful. I can, I still can't believe that has a 94 fucking percent on Rotten Tomatoes. There is something drastically wrong with like the mental health of the fucking world it, to give that a 94 percent. So it's insulting. I read a few reviews on that because I was too curious as to how that fucking dog pile could have just gotten anything and a lot of the reviewers were like well at least it's trying at least it wants to like do stuff it's not lazy when it's the most fucking so generic movie the last half it's insane yeah. absolutely insane oh 80 for brady only has a 63 on rotten tomatoes which is so dumb it was a feel-good movie is, that is dumb there, there's really nothing wrong with that movie there's no. so much cringe from like tom brady but outside of that <laughs> everyone else does a good job really yeah. It is it is a silly movie like there is a scene. I think the, the cringiest scene for me like Tom Brady was pretty bad. The one where I was just kind of like, oh, God, is they have to sneak into the Super Bowl and they meet a meet a friend who's a famous musician and dance coordinator. And the way that they sneak in is they have to pretend to be his backup dancers. And you can tell when they filmed it, everyone's just old and really can't actually dance. So they do the most <laughs> basic, uninspired oh, moves. God. And everyone's that, that like, was, that was hard to watch. That was that hard was to watch. Everyone like starts clapping and cheering like it's the most amazing thing they've ever seen. But it's like they're just clearly trying not to hurt themselves. Um, that was pretty hard. And there are a few moments in the movie that are groan worthy or cringy or just not at all good. But 
if you if you suspend your disbelief, you go with the goofy tone <laughs> of the movie. It's it's fun, honestly. It was a fun, enjoyable film, and I mean that. I think the advice for this movie would be suspending your disbelief. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Oh, audience score is ninety percent, by the way. So the audience did love it. Yeah. And I'm not surprised. And Charlie and I are probably going to see the movie that got advertised in the beginning. <laughs> what is it? Book Club Part uh, 2? It's the exact same fucking movie, <laughs> so it's four old women yeah. go on a trip to Italy to yeah. have sex or something. I don't know. So apparently, we didn't even know this, there's an elderly <laughs> cinematic universe. And there, oh yeah, there for sure is. There are a bunch of movies coming out now where the whole point is it's three or four old people go on a trip to an exotic place like Italy or the Super Bowl or wherever, and the whole film is just they get into wacky hijinks and fuck around and flirt with hot men, and I think Charlie and I are going to try to see all of them now. <laughs> yeah, I think this, is a, this has been a genre of movies for a long time. Yeah, I guess yeah, I was just, just kind of like oblivious it. to it. Movies. Yeah, I didn't know it. Like Jane Fonda's in Book Club as well. Like oh, yeah, Jane yeah. Fonda just leads this charge of eighty-year-old women trying to fuck like younger men. Yeah, there's there's a scene in the trailer for that movie where they get pulled over by an Italian cop and they spend the entire time just like feeling his pecs and his abs. It's like, yeah. Well, I have to see this now, you know. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are going to become like the Jane Fonda. Fan club. <laughs> this is one Watch of the fun examples of like female privilege because imagine the opposite of a gaggle of like old geriatric men <laughs> yeah. around Ariana Grande or something. Yeah, her. that's totally Touching true. Belly. Completely true. Uh, cop pulls her over, they grope her. Uh, hey there, young peas. <laughs> oh man. Hey there, toots. Yeah. <laughs> Only advice I have if you see 80 for Brady in theaters is be sure to leave early because we got stuck behind not one but two women using walkers <laughs> yeah, on the way out and it took an extra like 10 true. minutes to leave. Oh well. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Slow leave. The same way that I would recommend Honey. And how I would recommend Honey is you just use it. You just apply it. It's a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best ones it can find to your cart. If you think manually shopping for coupon codes is the way to go, well, I'm here to tell you that you're very silly and don't know what you're doing. Why do any work at all when you can automate the process. Honey doesn't just work on desktops, it also works on your iPhone. You can activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you want to watch prices drop and only have to do it by waiting a few seconds with a click of an apply coupons button, then you're going to want to use Honey. If you don't already have Honey, you could straight up be missing out, and by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the show. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com official. That's joinhoney.com official. It's the easiest way to save when shopping on your iPhone, or computer. And now that you have saved money, you're probably going to want to use it to check out some content on the internet. You maybe upgraded your speed with all those savings, but why don't you check it out safely? Why don't you check it out in a way that no one's going to know what you're doing? How about if a spy balloon starts telescoping in through your window, you'll be able to say, oh, you can't see this. It's encrypted with Express V. PN. The scary yeah, nice. part about the modern internet is we are currently in a data war. Your phone is going to have your data collected and sent away by people to God knows where just by using it. In fact, Verizon even had to admit 
that they'll just send your data off willy-nilly. And when you hop on the internet, you know how you're going on like around the internet and you see an ad and you were like, wait a minute, is that ad for Jordan sneakers? But I was just talking about those two days ago. How, how does it know that? Well, because it's thinking about you, it's learning about you, and most importantly, it's memorizing things about you. Keep that from happening with ExpressVPN. It is an app that will prevent anyone on the internet from seeing what the hell you are doing on your phone or your web browser. Even possibly more importantly, with how all of these licensing wars are going on, change your region and access the full features of content screaming, content screaming, content streaming, <laughs> such as Netflix, Hulu, etc. Why pay for a tool to get half of its features? When your phone carrier tracks you, there is a gross invasion of privacy. You can either keep letting them do this and cash in on you, or you can go to expressvpn.com official to use the VPN that Kaya has to use for reasons I'm not allowed to talk about on this show. Take back your online privacy today and use my link to get three extra months for free. expressvpn.com official. That's expressvpn.com official. So you're feeling good. You've got an, a bit of extra pocket money. You got a bit of extra cash hanging out in your wallet, and you've decided to make sure that no one knows what you're doing on the internet. Well, mm -hmm. I think that's a perfect time to start looking at DraftKings. When you're operating anonymously on the internet and there's some cash burning a hole in your pocket, DraftKings is going to be a great place to maybe flex those options. They are an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, and they will have all the Super Bowl action you could ever need. If you want to get ready for the biggest Sunday in sports, the DraftKings Sportsbook is the place to go because new customers can bet just $5 to get 200 in bonus bets instantly you can check out the app every day between 6 p.m 9 p.m eastern to see what bets will be boosted be sure to pick a winning team uh charlie you know about sports is tom brady in the super bowl no he's retired okay well i would have picked on tom brady doesn't matter if he was retired or not Place bets on Brady if you can, but if you can't... You probably should... Yeah, you probably still should. He'll be back, yeah, I if you can, if you can find a way to place a bet on Tom Brady retroactively, maybe just bet on the Patriots in his honor. I don't even know if they're in this Super Bowl. I haven't kept up. Are they? Charlie, who's in the Super Bowl? I forgot. E Eagles and the Chiefs. Eagles and Chiefs. Okay. Um, I'm going to bet on the Chiefs because it sounds like the Eagles are popular. So, yeah, take that. It doesn't matter. What does matter is that you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code OFFICIAL. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code OFFICIAL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. There's going to be very, very important disclaimers and details in the show notes, so please be sure to check that out before signing up. But when you do sign up, make sure to do it at DraftKings Sportsbook with code OFFICIAL. Yeah. Nice. Well, 80 for Brady was my topic. It's your turn. Oh, what do you got, Charlie? Yeah, I, had I had the balloon. I had the balloon. That's nothing. Um, that was everything. That was everything to me. 
I had another one. Let me scroll the channel to remind myself, but I'd I did have another either one. either Justin Roiland or the Harry Potter shit. Both of those yeah, are good. Yeah, topics. Yeah. What happened um, with Justin oh, Roiland? Oh, I, are you talking about Justin Roiland not being a big part of Rick and Morty, apparently? Yeah. Wait, uh, really? I mean, whatever article Jackson posted. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. It was substantiated, right? So, all right, what we're talking about for those listening is there was an article that came out by, I think, The Hollywood Reporter that basically claimed through sources that Justin Roiland hadn't really been involved in the writing of the show since, like, season three, basically. He would just show up to the offices and kind of goof around while the writers did all the work, and then he would leave, and that was how it had been since, like, yeah, season three. Um... Yeah, I I don't know. It sounds believable to me. Why would it not be? Yeah, I mean, it's because like his writing is so unique, and it's it's not. But like that is Justin Roiland yeah. formula. I, the, I mean, you can easily emulate it, I'm sure. But like every single joke is a Justin Roiland style joke of like, but but Rick, Rick, but Rick. And, and, well, not not only that. So the reason I'm kind of skeptical on what they're saying oh, is we're gonna glorb this... out of our trick hole. <laughs> This is um this is Justin Roiland's baby as well. Like Rick and Morty spun off from some shorts that he made called Doc and Marty. And I don't know if you guys have seen them. They're like really crude parodies of Back to the Future and very, very much the Rick and Morty style of humor. Imagine if Zach, uh, Zach Hadel, who we've had on the show, just didn't work directly on Smiling Friends after season two and was just like fucking around. It wouldn't make a lot of sense because you can tell by the way he talks about it. It's very much his show with uh, Michael Cusack and they both really have a lot invested in it and really like putting it together. Why would Justin Roiland with his big baby of a show that's on Adult Swim and super, super popular suddenly just stop giving a shit about it, you know? Because he was an alcoholic. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, point it, proven, true. Because people have ghostwriters and sometimes they don't care yeah. and they just steal credit from others. This is like how a lot of people in the uh, music composer industry accuse Hans Zimmer of basically just um, outsourcing his music his writing to his interns. Mm. Yeah. And um, then he just slaps I, his I'm name I'm not saying it. it's impossible. It just seems unlikely. But it is possible that it could happen. The, the way I see this, well, like the reason those jokes exist, like the Justin Roiland jokes is because I'm sure like a lot of it still comes down to him ad-libbing in the voice booth as opposed to being involved in the writer's room. Uh, that's what that's what I would feel anyway. Like that's so why I still feel like said that they bought him like Nerf guns and toys to keep him in the office or something. <laughs> well, no, he bought them. No, he, he bought, bought them to fuck around in the office. And the one, yeah. that, the one that gave me a giggle is he also would drive an RC car with a microphone on top into unrelated meetings around Adult Swim just to fuck with people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I, it's good fun. It's goofy, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I, I guess I it wonder, could be false as well. I, I wonder how much of this is people actually annoyed and unsatisfied with what he was doing or just dogpiling on to try to bring yeah. him even lower. Because if you look at like Adult Swim or software development companies or very like looser kind of younger groups of workers, they'll have like Xboxes in the break room. They'll be fucking around with Nerf guns in the cubicles. Like it's not unheard of. It's not like he's going to a straight lace suit and tie office building and like throwing fucking footballs at people, you know? Yeah, it was the fucking Rick and Morty officers. Exactly. Like well, I mean, insane. yeah, I don't think anyone's mad at him for the Nerf gun. Who gives a shit? It's better than the wife beating, but 
Right. If he's not doing any work and they just kept him around for the namesake. Right. I guess. I don't know. Maybe it is pettiness, but at the same time, studios had to have to uh, tend to have this habit of protecting their talents from any and all allegations. If it's it could be cow. that thing, you know, you know, that like phenomena online when someone is accused of something heinous and then everyone comes out of the woodworks and it's like, right. I knew that guy was bad. I never watched his stuff because I yeah, knew the Me he Too was phenomenon. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, that's could, what I'm. Could be like that. That's what I'm scrutinizing this article for. You know, how much of this is he really actually didn't do any work, and how much of it is well, he was always playing around all the time. Trust me, because of these allegations. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I get. I don't think we'll have it. Has he come out and said anything at all? No. What's there to say right now? You know. How about Bubba Dub Dub? I guess I don't know. <laughs> 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 I'm sure you guys have seen my name in the news. Yes, I got a little too swifty. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh. How much would you? How much would your opinion change on the matter if he did come out and just like owned it and then like made a joke out of it? Not at all, Jackson. What do you mean? Why would that change my opinion on a guy who beats his girlfriend? That's good. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> oh, good test. People would change their <laughs> opinions, though. They absolutely yeah. would. I think I I'm like sure people, they would. some people would. Yeah. I think it's smart yeah. of him to stay quiet right now, though, because let's say let's say he does have evidence to completely, um, what's the term where you prove you're not guilty of something? Exonerate. 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 Thank you. Let's say let's say he does have evidence to exonerate himself right now. People are too angry and reactionary right now to really listen to it. So yeah. I think he, the best play, if he is doing it, is to just wait till things cool off a little and then say, hey, here's here's my statement. Here's my proof. You know, how oh, scary yeah, would that be, though, having to wait? Yeah. Or, or related incidences where people get reactionary and then when it blows off a little, you go, hey, here's uh, here's proof that didn't actually happen. And now you can actually read it because you're not just reading headlines. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. For the time I, being, he's fired. I hope I hope it goes to court and he has to like no for some reason no lawyer will take him because he goofs off in all the lawyer meetings. <laughs> like he, he drives an RC around the lawyer meetings. And he's calling so rock no and and robots yeah. when they're discussing his options. Yeah, he's so he, then, he, then he has to. I, I want him to defend himself in court. Basically, I just want to see that. I want everyone to defend themselves in court. That's just so fucking entertaining every time that yeah. happens. Have the can it you think is. of any big cases where they've defended themselves? Like there's always the, the fucking like insane guy that defends himself, but has there ever been an actual big case? What do you um, mean? Um not of like anyone super well known that I know yeah, of. That's what I meant. It's always just like the exact people you would fucking expect to represent themselves. Oh wait, didn't Ted Bundy defend himself? Oh, you I know represent- it was pretty old. Oh, yeah, I think I think so. Ted Bundy did, yeah. Oh, Onision apparently defended himself. People are saying in chat. Oh, he did do that. Uh, yeah, it didn't go well, but he did yeah. do that. Do you think well, he's not in jail, right? No, but it, it was a, not like a, a, uh, a trial that would have led to jail time regardless, I don't think. Oh, it was like civil or something. It's mm-hmm. been a couple of years. I can't remember exactly what it was. I think it was like some kind of property dispute. Do you know if he won or lost? Oh, he lost. I remember the judge laughed at him. He showed up with That's the bulletproof the worst punishment. Yeah. He, he showed up with the bulletproof vest on and everything, 
You guys don't remember that? I remember the bulletproof vest. I remember him standing in the elevator with his beanie and the bulletproof vest on. Yeah. That's all I remember. <clears throat> um, apparently the Unabomber also demanded to represent himself. That's the first person that came to my mind. I thought that man must have represented himself. It's always the brightest <laughs> people. Apparently, well, Kaczynski actually was like high IQ technically, but apparently the judge called his request disturbing and his lawyers refused to, to resign. <laughs> so, I think he was Wait, denied to represent himself. Wait, how can you be denied to represent yourself? Isn't that like a fundamental right? Uh, it says Kaczynski well, tried twice this week to fire court-appointed court defenders, Judy Clark and Quinn Denver, who angered him by basing their trial strategy on the assumption that he is mentally ill. Ha. Uh, yeah, wait, what? Wait, so wait, you can't fire the person that's appointed to defend you? What if they're like really bad and you don't like them? Yeah, what, what if the they fuck? have it out for you and they like sabotage you? <laughs> well, maybe they were like, oh, because I guess they claimed that he's mentally ill. So maybe that was like a... Well, so know, they can that about anyway. Too, I mean... He I know, but like, if he's too Ill. mentally ill to fire us, he shouldn't be able to fire us, and he has a constitutional right to a lawyer. You know? I he's don't just know. too sounds, demented to know it. That sounds like a loophole. That sounds bad to me, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also don't know anyone else. Anyway, uh, Charlie, how many people have you killed now with Hogwarts Legacy? Do you have a kill counter on stream? Can't say I do, but man, that game is fucking boring. I, oh my god, thank you. It's I am also not into it. Is I am, it I three hours ish in? Same. It's oh my god, three hours. I'm three hours in too. I just finished the fucking tutorial. It's a three-hour tutorial. A it game just made for Harry Potter fans, and that's 100%. it. Yes, hundred yes. percent. So, oh, what were you I expecting? <laughs> At the end of the day. Well, you can take a yeah, licensed I mean, property fair. and turn it into an actually good game, not just a fan well, service people, game. People do no, it love a good game. game. Yeah, I'm telling you, Andrew, like, if you're a Harry Potter game, this is your money shot. This gotcha. game is the best thing that will ever come out for you. If you have, if you don't feel guilty about, like, spending time and immersing yourself in this universe, and you love Harry Potter, it's the best shit ever. Mm -hmm. There's collectibles, you get to go to classes, all the teachers are there. Um, it really I think it's just like the super casual. Is it is, yeah. My issue is just, you know, as a carmudgeon, as a like almost 32 year old, I, I can't have it where I'm playing three hours and I get like maybe what, four combat moments. Oh, and the combat God, is fun, that, but like yeah. you don't get to fight anyone. I had to seek out some like 10 year old twerp NPC to duel other students. And even then that takes like 10 seconds to uh, beat. Um, yeah, I, th I think you and Charlie have like the same issue with games where if there's a lot of talking or dialogue scenes or you're not actually engaging with the gameplay systems, then it's just boring for you guys. I just, I couldn't disagree fair. more. Of my top five favorite games, like my fourth slot is tied for four games, Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, and 10. Those are the definition of slow burn talking only games and the combat is turn-based, so it's not even high action. But I love those games. Those are old. Yeah, but I, I still replay them and still love them. In fact, I yeah, didn't nostalgia. even play... No, I didn't even play 8, 9, and I never finished 10 until like 2013. 
So like they they held up really well for me. I just got really invested in the story and the characters, which I am not for Harry Potter. I, I feel like it feels too like much like I'm actually simple. going to school again. Like <laughs> the quest is literally, okay, go to Mister So and So's class and learn the spell. But first, you have to complete some tasks. I'll collect these pieces of paper for me and bring them to my desk, and then I'll teach you a spelling class. And then you get to roll around a couple of uh, balls and s snatch people's books from their hands and levitate them, which, again, I think if you're a Harry Potter fan and on the younger sides, you're going to absolutely love this game, but it's not no, true. Yeah, I totally get why people like it. As like someone who likes Harry Potter shit, I, I get them enjoying the game because it is... It, it really does feel like you're just a fucking student at Hogwarts, which for me is boring as shit because I just don't really like the universe in that way. But for people that do, I'm sure they get just lose their mind on it. Yeah, it's for the type of people that take the like uh, BuzzFeed, well not BuzzFeed quizzes, but the online quizzes about yeah, like which what house, house you are. In. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> which house are you guys? I'm playing <laughs> as James Corden, so I put him in Hufflepuff. <laughs> that's really accurate. I, I'm playing as uh, the Ralph male, so I'm in Slytherin. But that's, that's the other thing. Is that... <laughs> well, the thing is, this... what disappointed me is I thought, okay, you know what would have been cool if you played like three hours, and then depending on your choices, it gives you that's a house. What I but thought. no, you literally just get to choose. You get to tell the heads, "I want to be in this house," and it just yeah. goes okay. And I read the description. It said, "Okay, Slytherin is cunning and mischievous and yada yada." And I thought, okay. Ralph isn't cunning, but he's, I guess, sort of a backstabbing pig, so Slytherin. So I, I read into that part, and it's an interesting play on this. If you give the players the choice of what house they're in, then you fulfill the nerd fantasies of the Harry Potter audience. Oh, I want to be in Hufflepuff. Oh, I really want to be in Gryffindor. But yeah, if you I go that, that route, you go completely against the lore and world of Harry Potter where you're chosen to be put into a house whether you want one or not. Well, doesn't doesn't Harry they, also nag the hat? Into yeah, the he's, he's like, please no Slytherin, please no Slytherin. Yeah, and then and he the goes, no like, oh, Slytherin! <laughs> but was the, was the hat ever going to put Harry in Slytherin? Probably not, right? No, in one, of the, about it. Uh, in, in one of the later er, movies, he's like, uh, you should have been a Slytherin. Or oh. some shit. The protagonist of the book should have gone to the evil house, that's right. Well, it's, well, it's fucking dumb that there's an evil house in general. Like, yeah. <laughs> guys, come on. Maybe you should figure out that, uh, that all too. the issues also, in this world come well, from in the this game, Slytherin not, house. In the game, they're not really evil. That's yeah, also kind of startled not. me. Because in the movies, the Slytherin is just a bunch of, like, Aryan blonde boys all being assholes to everyone. And in the game, it's like, oh, hi, you must be the new students. Would you like to go walk in the park one day? It's like, why are you... Everybody is nice in this sorority. It's like, Slytherin I should have joined this fucking like, sooner. Slytherin is just like ambitious people. I'm pretty sure it's like people that, yeah. I think ambition is like their main keyword. Yeah, ambition, cunning, deceitfulness. Yeah. I, I, I think one thing that would have made me play this game is if you could interact with the NPCs more. Like you have a spell to levitate things and to snatch things. Like if I could snatch the NPCs' hats and they actually reacted to that, or I could make them levitate and shit, that would have been funny. Like that would have um, been pretty cool. And more interaction with the environments, like a la Control, where you can just blow up entire offices and levitate well, stuff you, everywhere. You can spin uh, little globes around. <laughs> I, I know that. Yeah, I don't know why that's a running theme throughout yeah. the fucking game. Every globe I can press square <laughs> and spin it around, which is kind of cool. I can also I don't know if you guys got everything in the world. yet. 
Yeah, you can eat apples. Uh, and I stuff. did. Yeah. I don't know if you if you guys got Reparo yet, but you can also blast mm-hmm. the skeletons of ancient beasts and then repair them again. That's kind of cool. I didn't appreciate them making me clean up the village after I saved the village and all the yeah. villagers are like, oh, thanks for saving us from the trolls. It's like, bro, you're the adult here. Why am I doing this? Yeah, and the cleanup, fuck you. And all that you scene, get from it at the end of the day is a beer. That scene was weird. I, I don't know. There's a scene after it where you're walking along the street and then you just happen to see the two main bad guys like dip off into the alleyway and you, and you like for some reason watch them. I, I it's felt contrived. The 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 story in general feels contrived. Of course, it's a it's a Harry Potter game. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not really engaging with the story really. Well, are you like how many hours are you in? Uh, just a little bit after that, like four hours maybe. Like it's fine. It's a fine game, and I can totally I understand think, why people like it. I think the combat has a lot of potential. Yeah. And I keep hearing a the lot of praise fun. for it, so I'm excited to see if it actually like grows on me. Because right now, I I see how it could be really good, but it's still pretty bare bones. Only three yeah. hours in. Yeah, the yeah, it feels like it has a lot of potential. There's like parrying, yeah. blocking, dodging. You can roll combat roll. You can literally juggle them in air like it's fucking yeah. Devil May Cry. It's actually fun. It's just so like sparse yeah it's very and it does walk around for two hours doing nothing it does feel like the game was made by like harry potter super fans like that's where a lot of the energy went is in putting those small details into the world and such like i know at the very beginning in the cutscene where the dragon shows up and eats a guy in front of you basically um that's when those horses show up for the main character which means that he he experienced his first death basically because that was what was in the movies right those horses only show up mm-hmm. when harry potter is uh yeah, has seen someone die. yeah those things mm-hmm. yeah yeah because of uh luna lovejoy she can yeah, see them love she's good like, or love whatever love good yeah she can see them because she saw someone die yeah so did harry right yeah he, he could see them as well but no one else could so he was confused and then she's like you saw someone die Doesn't look because like that. yeah he watched his mom die i yeah, need to rewatch yeah. those I haven't seen them in they, like five years. They are good movies. <laughs> I enjoy Harry Potter. They're, they're I, fine. I, I really yeah. don't like Deathly Hallows, though. I, I can't stand Deathly Hallows. I think it's a terrible, terrible ending because they kill yeah, so many important characters off screen. It's the first five movies for me that I really like are sentimental, I guess, to me. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. even Half-Blood Prince is really good. That's the sixth one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't really remember much of it. Um, yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban is the best one. Yeah. Same, that's what yeah. I always say. That's by far the best one. Yeah. They're fun. So, um, do you, do you yeah. guys, uh, in, in terms of BuzzFeed quizzes, which house, house do you guys think you would actually be in, in real life? Kai, I think it's, you would be I, Slytherin. Oh my god, everyone says that. Fuck you guys. I also took the quiz and it crashed on me. It said the head is now ready to sort <laughs> you. Slytherin move, And yeah. I clicked it. And it 404'd on me. <laughs> and I wasn't going to take it again. You're too strong. <laughs> <laughs> that, however, led to um, Brady. So I, I put that in my chat. Oh, fuck, I showed Jackson this. Hang on. Where's the screenshot of that I sent? Oh, so I, I told my friends in the friend group that um, the, a quiz crashed on me. And one of my friends said, maybe Kaya's Voldemort. And then Brady replied to this saying, he must who not be named. 
which has sent me into fucking orbit because it's six words and he still somehow fucked it up. <laughs> what did he say again? He must who not be named. <laughs> Classic Brady. Uh, oh, oh, good. That, that made me crack up too when you sent me that picture. That was so good. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, do um, you like drama? Harry Potter? Wait, oh, wait. Andrew, I'm pretty sure huh? you said... You said that you've never... Or you haven't watched much Harry Potter, right? I watched the first movie uh, like six years ago, and that is all I've ever really seen of Harry Potter outside of Harry Potter World at Universal Studios. That's yeah. it. Um, so you're not going to play the game? No, I have no interest in the game whatsoever, but... I do. It from, might be interesting. I do from context clues and reading stuff and seeing stuff. Know nearly the entire plot, like a lot of the major plot beats, who every main character is, a lot of the like stuff that happens. I want to watch the movies. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to sitting down and watch the ones I haven't seen. Like they, the first one was fun. It was, it was good. Uh, but I just never ever got into Harry Potter. I even tried reading the books as a kid when they were new. And I just didn't, just didn't do it for me. I just didn't get into it. Nothing wrong with that. Well, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, no. I when the yeah, books I first like came out for you guys, was it like a giant craze at your school? Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. The movies were definitely. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I, I dig it. I like the world and what I've seen. It just, I don't know. There was never a point in my life where I really was interested. I tried to read the books when I was a kid, but reading even when I was young was so fucking boring. So then yep. I bought the audiobook for <laughs> Sorcerer's Stone, and that was so fucking boring because the guy reading the audiobook was like half asleep. So I've Same. never actually finished one of the I, books. I think in the first book, I got to like, I don't know, 30 pages in, and I just could not keep going because I'd have to reread a page over and over and over again to realize what I just read because I just could not pay attention. Well, that sounds like ADHD or something. Not to no, diagnose you. I, as a kid, I just couldn't read a lot of shit because I would just zone out and not care. I could do anything else. I could write. I could do homework. Like, all that was fine. But reading books for fun, I just could never, ever do it. It never reading, held my attention. Reading is like infinite imagination. I don't know how you could not find reading it. Reading is awesome. What yeah. I can't do is audiobooks because audiobooks always feel to me like I'm sitting in class and the teacher yeah. is talking. I zone out. It's weird for me yeah, to retain anything that reading. I hear. Plus, it just feels good to hold a book, you know? <laughs> to flip it open. Mm -hmm. Oh, All yeah? Right. Are you guys reading any books now? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah? What are you reading? Poor Folk by Dostoevsky. I'm going through his old stories chronologically. Oh, I see. I'm... I see we're reading roughly the same thing. I'm reading Masters of Doom, which is a biography <laughs> of the guys who made Doom. We are one and the same. We're not so I'm different after all. Nothing wrong. We. I said we should start an official book club. That's I'm one of your worst ideas. <laughs> For you, no, maybe. Charlie I would feel never like you be need... able to participate. Yeah. yeah I, are you fucking illiterate? I feel like you need to read. <laughs> I, I mean, I like manga and shit. I just don't like books. That's themselves. not reading. That's a picture yeah, book. Come on. Yeah. yeah, but that's when it's much more fun for me. I don't know. I don't really. I, I just don't get into books. I really don't. I don't get why books are so like universal. There's books for everyone. It's just like movies. 
It's like someone saying, I'm, j- I'm not into movies. That's what it's like for me. Like, I would get it if you were like, you actually couldn't read. Well, movies and comics are I far more stimulating than books. Yeah, so it's I get not it. even close. I don't I know. disagree. Yeah. Disagree. I mean, does the, on the book club, there's so many things we could discuss. Like, the other day I spent literally hours reading about um, Russian classical literature drama, like translator drama, because apparently the translators are, have a feud amongst each other, writing entire <laughs> articles and dissertations trying to get each other fired because they all think each other's Dostoevsky translations fucking suck. Is that sort yeah, of I stuff always, that I find interesting? I always wonder with cla- classic literature translations just how much is lost in the translation, like the original vision's uh, message or tone is lost in the translation. That's always interested me. That's a thought that hurts me every now and then, knowing that there are significant cultural works out there that you will just never fully understand Appreciate, because they're yeah. made for a culture that's not yours. Yeah. yeah, or a language that's not yours. Or a, yeah, a language mm-hmm. that you'll most realistically never get all of the simplicity or synchronicities of. Y- yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can only translate so much. Um, I'm, speaking of which, though, I'm reading uh, Homer's Iliad. Oh! The, the, uh, I've read that. Yeah, high school. Sorry? Yeah, I had yeah. to read that in high school. So Fucking did sucks. I. Yep. It was so boring. Like, I just don't oh, get into on. it. I really don't. Is that the one where he gets home and he's like, ah, oh, you were fucking my wife, huh? What, you that's, thought, you thought you could do that while I was gone? That's, that's, that's the Odyssey. Odyssey. That's the Odyssey, right. Okay. That's the part I remember about the Odyssey, where <laughs> he goes on this <laughs> giant epic journey of, like, and Cyclopses fu- and shit. He, he fucks, um... Uh, not the sea babe. Is it the sea babe? I don't know. But he himself fucks somebody else too. And then he comes yeah. home. He's like, ah, oh, so all you ran a train on my yeah. wife, huh? Yeah. He goes on this giant epic journey with like cyclopses and like all these monsters and this incredible stuff for years and years. And then he comes back home and everyone thinks he was dead. And he's just like, what the fuck? I was gone for years and you thought I was dead? You fuck another man? How could you? You whore. Yeah. Like he gets <laughs> yeah. upset about all the suitors. <laughs> Classic book. Classic. Very relatable. It's from what, like four BC? I don't know, but the first cock. Yeah, super duper old. <laughs> that was like eight hundred, I think, actually. But it's like super old. Yeah, I also Pretty read. Old uh, book. Did you guys read Beowulf? I had to read Beowulf for high school. No, I didn't read. Beowulf. Beowulf's actually pretty fucking cool. There we go. It's about a guy who just all he does is anytime there's a problem, like a monster shows up or some terrible thing, he just walks in and for 20 minutes monologues how great he is and then kills the monster. And that just happens like 20 times. It's pretty good. I thought I thought Beowulf was a monster. No, he's was a he strong, not? tough king, dude. Uh, the uh. monster in Beowulf has a famous name, though. Uh, I'm blanking on it. Grendel. Is it? Grendel, Grendel is the yeah. monster in Beowulf. Yeah, because the final battle. So the first battle of Be- Be- Beowulf is against Grendel. <laughs> and then the second battle is against Grendel's yeah. mother. Yeah. Which is a bit weird, but okay. So and basically, final- in, in Beowulf, he's fighting Grendel and he rips his arm off. And then he monologues about how great he is. He's like, I ripped your arm off, you suck dick, I'm the best, fuck you, fuck your mother. And Grendel runs back to his mom, like, bleeding out and crying, and he's like, Mommy, Beowulf was mean to me. And she's like, what? I'm gonna smack his shit. And then they get into a fight, and Beowulf the whole time is like, (laughs) you're fucking dumb, I'm killing your mother, you're so stupid, I'm the best. I fucking love Beowulf. (laughs) He's great. But then he's... 
Then his final battle is just against something called the dragon. Yeah, and he's old as fuck too. Literally his fi I believe his final monologue in the book is he's old as shit and he's like a super strong king. And his final monologue is, even though I'm old, even though I'm dying, even though I'm like coughing up blood and dust, I'm gonna fucking kill you because I'm the coolest guy ever. <laughs> I love Beowulf, I wanna reread it. It's so good. So was, was this just like a, I don't know, like early fan fiction from the year 700, like some king got this commissioned by <laughs> some fan fiction. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Make me sound cool. If you I want to read, fight a dragon. If you want to read the original Johnny Bravo, you basically read Beowulf. It's fucking great. Love Beowulf. Yeah, I think it would be so cool if in thousands of years people look back at like our art that we've created and there's like a belief that it actually happened. Like Johnny, like maybe like the the transcripts of Johnny Bravo, people believe that that actually happened. <laughs> Documentaries. I just think future would be so cool. Yeah, oh God, like Rick and Morty. It, it doesn't oh, even yeah, have to Rick be that far too. from now. There's already people that legitimately believe in like half of the fantasy shit that exists right now. Mm, true. Like what? What do you mean, like, what? We were just talking like, a lot about one not too long ago, the people that believed that JFK Jr. came back via necromancy because someone wrote that on fucking 4chan as Q QAnon. Oh, yeah, but that's, like, that's, yeah, like, rooted count, in... Though. That's rooted in, like, real stuff that actually happened. Well, not... Oh, obviously, the conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy didn't happen. <laughs> but, like, it's... Like, Johnny Bravo is not rooted in anything in real life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Did you Sontology just to briefly go back, briefly to go back to the Harry Potter game though, talking about uh, like <laughs> fucking weird communities. Did you guys see that post that I, I put on uh, the discord about a PSA being posted to the r slash Harry Potter game about uh, basically be careful and listen to your body as we approach the beginning days of uh, Hogwarts Legacy and the extreme grind some of us are going to do or have already started. Please, please, please take care of yourselves. Coming from a paramedic. And then it's got a list of things <laughs> that they need to do. Like, number one, drink some damn water. Not soda, not juice, water. Gatorade is okay if you're cutting it because it's so full of sugar. Then two is eat some real food. Yeah, a lot of us bulk ordered Harry Potter treats and snacks, but eat a real meal at some point in the day. And then number three is use a restroom. <laughs> it's how your body flushes your system. Like, this is just fucking basic advice for living. Well, like, number three on, almost makes me think this is a troll post, but then again, it's Reddit where everyone is pathetic. It's Reddit, yeah. So it can be it's, real. Not, not only that, it's like upvoted and people are like, yeah, it's, I think it's important to remember that we, we, need, we need to take care of ourselves. I know we've been waiting for this for a long time, but no game is worth your health or something like that it's like jesus fucking christ why do we need to be reminded to eat drink and shit in the toilet how far have we come every game the game's so realistic you when destiny. you shit in the game it cleans out your colon in real life <laughs> it's so goofy then there was the website uh someone made that they then took down after they got made fun of that was detecting every twitch streamer playing the game to show oh, yeah. them. Yeah. And then everyone told God. the guy to get a fucking life and real problems. And I think that website was up like, what, eight hours before they took it down? <laughs> I didn't even know it got taken down. Oh, yeah, it got taken down. Uh, I think the when discourse... you go to it now. Yeah. What? No, oh, I was just going to say it says the service has been suspended by its owner. Uh, okay. So he removed it. Is the discourse this... around like Twitch, Twitch people playing uh, the game has just been so fucking toxic and over the top. 
It's so dumb. It's is this the most divisive game launch of all time, do you think? No, it yeah. isn't. No, no, it absolutely no. is. What, uh -uh. what, what would uh -uh. possibly beat it? No, I don't think anything beats it. I'm saying that it isn't div divisive at all because 99.9% .9 of people don't give the least bit of a shit. They just buy it and play it. It's I think just Andrew meant controversial. I meant, I meant in terms of online discussion about the game and that. Yeah, of course, for every oh, game. Yeah, discussion, yeah. yes. Uh, but, it, but in terms but of is... like, yeah, ar the, around it, the discourse and whatnot, is it the most divisive game ever released? Uh, I mean, if you're hyper online, then yeah. But like I said, the the average person doesn't even have any idea about this. They don't care. They yeah. don't know. Mm -hmm. Brady didn't. <laughs> Nobody does. Like the average normie doesn't. Brady is the average normie. That man does not spend his time on Twitter going through conspiracy theorists talking about J.K. Rowling genociding people. Like he doesn't give a shit. He literally had no idea about this drama. Until he saw a bunch of like crazy people literally losing their minds on Twitter. And it's, it, it really doesn't matter. I hope everybody takes the lesson from this, that you can comfortably ignore these people with no real life consequences, which I don't think yeah. is going to be the lesson Twitch streamers. Are. Is crying on camera the new meta on Twitch? Is it the new bathtub sc uh, streams? It's always, been, like, what? It's always I, been the meta online. I guess, but I, I saw some streamer, one of the bigger ones, I forget which one, that said, like, it's not even worth playing because of the harassment. It's like, but ignore it. I don't even, how do you get bullied by a chat? It's like, how does it chatter? Hurt your feelings you so it's much. So, it's, it's the your people community. online are so over the top and, like, uh, aggressive about it at the moment. It's it's insane. Like You gotta, so you gotta remember that the while the community is always online the streamer themselves are also always online every single day in my twitter feed every single day like clockwork i see another streamer that goes into my feed saying oh i just can't put up with this harassment anymore i'm tired of this negative community i'm taking a break from twitch and it's just because that's what they do every single day so whatever negative negativity the community is invested in they get invested in by proxy yeah, I think that makes complete sense for a lot of the streamers. Like, I can see why that could be very overwhelming at times. Uh, they look like wimps to me. I know I'll get shit for that, but it's uh, there was apparently the streamer couple, a uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, yeah. or wife, or husband, and they were both crying right, right, on right. stream because they had a mean chat or people were telling them not to play the game. It's like, dude, come on. At some point, you have to be a fucking adult. You can't just say the chat was mean and cry as an adult man over a video game. Ignore it. There's plenty of streamers who are playing the game who just don't give a shit and they're having a good time and their community doesn't give a fuck. Maybe don't I, foster I, that in your community. I can see how it would be shocking uh, to someone who doesn't get criticism or people don't aren't yelling at you all the time, maybe. Um, Kai, I think you're just used to it, perhaps. But, yeah, I think it's just um, a level of like uh, familiarity with yeah. it. Like that, that I think their community be quite no, a shock I, I disagree. With it, yeah. I, I disagree. I think this is the you them reaping what they have sown. If you sow a community of people who are hypersensitive and who are hyper likely to just cancel you over the slightest mistakes, quote unquote mistake, not that this was one, or offenses then this is what you get. You should not humor those people. Your response to someone saying, you should not play that game, it's harmful. The response should be, fuck you. Don't watch them. Fuck off. Cry well, that's me. basically what they did, right? They played it. They, they are still well, they, playing I, it. And then yeah. they cried. Well, like, and that's well, because it's the shock of it. It's the shock of it, man. Like that, 
they've always had like a very like positive community and mm-hmm. to have that turn on them like that's not an easy thing like 100 percent. i totally get it the majority of twitch streamers are echo chambers the yeah, exactly. vast majority and the vast majority inside that is positive echo chambers there's the occasional outliner like wings of redemption I, or whatever where the chat is not like they're negative but the vast 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 majority of twitch streamers are positive echo chambers so when they're a harry potter fan and they're excited for the game and they want to play it and then half of their chat is going you're fucking scum kill yourself what are you doing how could you you've betrayed me it's hurtful you know yeah yeah, I know, but when I, the I don't echo like chamber the word turns against you, being being used, like it's positive in the same way the Steven Universe fandom is positive, and then they cyberbully a girl into suicide because she drew a picture. Yeah, they like I, that's yeah, not really I'm positivity. It's just pretending that these people are positive as well. Yeah, it, it, those yeah, communities. Are, I've said this not. before. Like, have you ever heard of like the Mortal Kombat fandom bullying someone to death? It doesn't happen. It's always mm-hmm. these hype. The self-proclaimed we're uvu. The more outwardly positive a lot of communities are, the more inwardly toxic they are. Wow, that was kind of profound. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nice little phenomenon where it seems the more they have to show how positive they are and how unrelentingly positive they are, the more when anything strikes the cord, when anything rubs against the grain, they just have a fucking meltdown. I don't. I think I take issue with the word positive being used here because I don't think it's fully accurate because they're extremely negative usually. What what is you the just word? That what would I be said. Toxic. Ethical, maybe this, this actually is toxic. It's not the people playing a video game who are toxic. It's these people who are going around trying to police everybody's shit, like their Twitter follows, their Twitter likes, the video games they play, the kind of stuff that comes out of their mouths. And you should not humor these people. And this game should serve you as an example of why you don't have to. I it's mean, if you are online yeah, like a agreed. streamer and you are on Twitter, uh, Twitter every day and you see these people like, you know, haha ratio JK Rowling, kill yourself, stupid turf. And then you think, oh, wow, yeah, if I stream this game, I'm going to end my career. But then you realize now it's, it's selling gangbusters. It's getting good reviews. People are streaming it without any consequence. You can comfortably ignore these people because it turns out, yeah, this is the same thing I said when, you know, when that uh, one Star Wars game, there was some drama and people were boycotting the company because you had to grind a lot or buy microtransactions or some shit. Like, or when the Hong Kong drama happens with Blizzard because some esport player said free Hong Kong and he got banned and people, like hundreds of people on Reddit deleted their accounts. Like in those instances, okay, sure, I understand your boycotts, but you're a drop in the bucket. Nobody. Uh, okay, so hang on, hang on. Millions of people will still play the game and buy hang it. On, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. For the Blizzard one, I read an article a couple weeks ago that over the last three years, they have lost 29% of their player base. So... Probably because their games suck, not because of that boycott, though. Possibly. Yeah, yeah, you can't really prove what it is, though, to be fair. That is true. Yeah, that is can't. true. No, you can't. So, like, but just, it, it is so unlikely. Like I said, the normal experience for people who are not us, who are not weirdos who read Twitter every day, their experience, if you went up to them and said, are you buying Hogwarts Legacy? I mean, do you, do you support this? They would go, what the fuck are you talking about? I like Harry Potter. I want to go to Hogwarts. That's it. They don't know anything about it. Like the a Brazilian soccer mom on the other end of the planet isn't going to stop buying her children Harry Potter books because Zoe Zinnia trans flag emoji in his name is like having a meltdown over it. They're not even aware of this. I'm curious. And I think that's what hurt their egos the most is that most people don't even know about the drama. 
I'm curious what you guys think about the people who are getting the game, but explicitly pirating it to not support JK Rowling. I mean, I have nothing against piracy for any reason. Mm. Yeah, I don't really care reason, either, to be honest. I am mm. anti-piracy, but I don't care as well. Yeah, I... I haven't really thought too hard about it, but I just don't like how that kind of hurts the dev team and people who are yeah. largely unaffiliated with it. Um, but I, I get it. I understand if you have your reason and you want to pirate it. Yeah, yes, go ahead and pirate it. Well, it just it, seems like a convenient, a convenient excuse to steal something, basically. To me. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't fully subscribe to that. Like, if you want to make a statement and and like stand against the game or whatever then you should just not play it you right not right invest time that's in yeah. Free. You should yeah not give it money yeah, I, I, I think i feel like if you're you, taking the easy way out if you want to truly not support the game don't play it i i think kind of trying to meet in the middle and going well i'm gonna play it and put hundreds of hours into a harry potter property but i'm just not gonna pay for it because i don't want to support it it's like that's kind of a bit hypocritical you know yeah, I, you wouldn't be able to do that yeah, with like all of the um, the oil companies who have CEOs of uh, who are just as evil or whatever. You wouldn't be able to go steal oil from the fuel station and then go, well, it's because I don't agree with the CEO of Mobile right. or whatever. The, like, the way I, you I protest know, that is I don't drive. I bought a bike. I bought an yeah. electric car. Whatever. There are, yeah. there are ways to circumvent it. You don't break into the Exxon gas station and steal all the gas, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I, I really want to read Mein Kampf, but I'm not going to buy a copy. I'll just buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Who sits I, down and says, I really want to read Mein Kampf? Yeah, I can't say I've seen too many people like really wanting to read it, but feeling guilty. <laughs> well, they're acting as if this fucking game is Mein Kampf. They're literally acting as if this woman, this charitable woman is literally Adolf Hitler. So, okay, if, if that's how it is, then don't even pirate it. Yeah. I, I think you just have to accept the good with the bad. I think if we take another case, people can rewatch old episodes of Rick and Morty and say, oh, man, Justin Roiling turned out <laughs> to be a piece of shit, but I like this show. I'm going to watch it. I don't think that's a bad thing, you know, because especially with Harry Potter, because growing up with it, none of this was a thing. So the memories and the joy that you have for it are not at all related to these incidents that happened recently. So you can buy yeah. this game, support the developers who largely are unaffiliated with J.K. Rowling and say, yeah, she's a piece of shit. I don't like her, but hey, game looks good and I like Harry Potter. I think that's fine. I well, think that, you can do it's that. Not Just only let that, people have what they enjoy. It's Christ. not even that the game developers are unaffiliated with her. She had legitimately no part in it and it seems like they have openly come out against her. There is a trans character in the game, for yeah, example, and in the she's main story. Have you seen too, the yeah. uh, conspiracy theories about this character? I love it. Yeah, where, like, I people saw. People actually go schizophrenic. It's like what? All right. So for those who may not know, because you don't care about this game or Harry Potter, there's a character called Serona Ryan. Ryan. Anyway, first name is Serona. So rumors spread among trans Twitter that this is an inside joke among the developers to mock trans people because. The name starts with Sir. So it's like <laughs> Sir Ryan. Oh this is a conspiracy God. theory. Oh, also, one Ugh. tweeter said that Serona Ryan also contains the word Aryan. If you look closely, because, you know, Serona ends with A and then Ryan, Aryan. So I made a quick list of other things that, based on this information, I think trans people should avoid. Starting with Sirloin Steak. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> this is a transphobic dog whistle. Um, oh, the God. next one, 
right-wing death squads will tell you that I'm reaching with this one, but bear with me. Surfing. I know it's <laughs> S-U-R, but still. I mean, we don't want yeah, to commit to surfing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And surgery. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If 9-11 conspiracies and the satanic panic had a baby, it, it's this fucking yeah. drama. I remember when like Christian, the Christian Bible-thumping rights used to burn uh, Harry Potter books because they said... This is indoctrinating our children into Satanism and shit. And now it's like hyper-progressive trans people literally. There was a trend on TikTok of them burning Harry Potter books. It's interesting how the pendulum swung back in this bizarre it's kind fashion. Of, it's also kind of funny that the, the developers clearly tried to like appease or or like make a statement. I, I don't even, yeah, it's not even them appeasing. Community. Like they have like openly come out and said like, yeah, yeah we really don't agree with it. Like we, we don't like yeah, JK yeah, Rowling yeah. from what, at least from so what I've read. So basically, they've tried to like disconnect themselves from the yeah. overall discussion and support this group, and then this group comes out and shits on their efforts to do so. It's like, yeah, they're they're going to find whatever way they can to be upset. The trans character in the game could have been called like Grimwald, and they'd be like, ah, Grim, that stands for God, a really emasculated man. Like, it, they they will find any path that they want to to just, you know, shit on the game because they, they have their stance and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But making connections yeah. that don't exist is kind of, st is just completely stupid. Well, it makes you look, it makes you look insane. Yes, absolutely. Really? So the, gob the goblins are a reference to juice thing is also fucking dumb, which I looked up and turns out this was a joke started by Jon Stewart. And apparently he spent a year since literally coming out and desperately explaining to people that he was just fucking joking and he does not think that JK is, um, anti-semitic in the least so but that's still mm -hmm. in the game that sorry in the conspiracy theories and then you look at the game and the fucking goblins the main character is uh, sorry the main bad guy is like this dude who has piranha teeth and red eyes which i've never met a jewish person that looks like that but what do i know also doesn't the, sound the counter argument right? i will always bring <laughs> the counter argument i always bring to these kind of discussions every single time where people want to play footsie with their morals versus a video game and always cave and end up buying it is look at mario mario is a italian stereotype from top to bottom he has a thick mustache speaks in a mamma mia accent and dreams about spaghetti but no one has a problem with him no one ever rallies to cancel Mario, to not buy Mario games, to pirate and not buy. They they pick and choose their issues, but they're hypocritical about it, you know? Well, everyone I, picks yeah. and chooses issues. That's that's nothing yeah. like new yeah. here. Yeah. What, yeah. Right. What, what I the big argument I see is that it financially supports JK Rowling in that which I mean, she does get royalties from it, but she's a fucking billionaire. She well, she's not. She donates so much money she's so she stays nuts. off the billionaires list. That's how fucking wealthy she is. So it's so negligible. Like the money if this sells ten million copies, that will change nothing in her life. Her mm -hmm. big moneymaker right now, and I see no one making a stink about it, actually comes from merch sales at Universal Studios. And I don't see yeah, anyone makes sense. I've I don't see anyone thing. rallying against makes Universal. Like the GDP of a small country from that fucking theme park shit. Yeah, Harry Potter World it's at like, Universal. That's wild. No, nobody cares. But dude, she she really is so wealthy from all these royals. Like you have to understand, Harry Potter's the book, like, the books. Charlie may not like them, but again, mothers and fathers will never stop buying those books for their little brats that they just want to start reading books. Yeah. It is timeless at this point. You can burn as many yeah, of them really as you is. want. It's it's not going anywhere. And the fucking demonization of this woman too. Yeah, I'm, 
It's true what Charlie is saying. This woman literally keeps herself off the Forbes list of billionaires by donating her wealth. Constantly. She, she just has so much she, fucking money. It's unreal yeah, how much yeah. money she has. Does she have an and intention behind so. staying off the billionaire list? Is there a reason to do that? She is. She genuinely seems like she just is obsessed with helping women. Like, here's all the horrific things that she's done in just the last year. Matching donations for Ukrainian children uh, to get them out of the country. She secretly donated hundreds of thousands to um, female lawyers and their families in Afghanistan to save them from execution. And she just founded a new women's like rape shelter in the UK, I think. Like, this is the sort of shit that this lady gives money to. Yeah, but you can still do good things and be a shit person. Yeah. Like, I also, mm-hmm. I'm also not a big J.K. Rowling fan. I think she's pretty turbo cringe and she says some shit that I don't agree with. But, like, yeah, she does do good things. A lot of evil people also do good things as well, but doesn't mean you have to no, like I them. I agree. Of course they do. But mm-hmm. I don't think she's evil in the least. Give me we, shit for it. We had a whole podcast episode not that long ago on a big issue like this where we mentioned, I, I forgot what the specific topic was, but it was like, you can appreciate the good that some does even if you don't agree with them or like them do you guys remember what that topic was i don't remember what we were talking about but i vaguely remember the conversation yeah it was where some i think some company donated like hundreds of millions of dollars to charity and everyone was trying to dismiss it and say oh but look at all this evil shit this company does and we were like yeah but the charitable act is still like great you you can't just dismiss it because you know you don't like who Mm -hmm. did it well, wait, wasn't that just a thing this last week on Twitch with, like, the uh, crisis in Turkey? Yeah, that Hassan and Aishospeed Speed did huge fundraisers for uh, victims in the earthquake in Turkey and Syria, and they got shit on for it. Why? Why? That's a good thing. Because they don't like Hassan and Speed, so they were saying it's oh actually my, a scam, yeah, and Hassan's pocketing the, all the money. The, it's crazy. You need to put your fucking differences aside when you're doing something for the greater good. That's yeah. all there is to it. The only reason, as a Turk, I, I'll to get on my soapbox here. The only reason you should, you can oppose it, not that you should, is that due to the corruption in those areas of the world, yeah, right. most of that money will probably not actually go to any victims. Oh, it does it, so it's going. I, I checked in myself. It seems like it's going to pretty legitimate places like care. So, like, it's not going directly to anything. Uh, mm-hmm. like in turkey or like turkish government it's going to like the actual emergency responders from what i can see help get people like out of the rubble that Absolutely, are still yeah. fucking buried and, in rubble and even then it's better than nothing you know yeah it's better yeah. than doing absolutely nothing well also um, also uh, like the idea of it also counts as something it's like that old thing where like if you get given a gift, you should be thankful regardless because, you know, effort went into it. Gift it's horse in like the mouth, yeah. yeah. it's kind of like that, like, they're, they're at least trying to do a good thing, you know? So that's something to be appreciative of, yeah. I guess. If, if, if anybody, for the most part, came up to me that I don't like, but they said, yeah, I just uh, scrounged up together hundreds of thousands of dollars for charity, I'd go, oh, wow, fuck, that's pretty awesome. You know, it wouldn't matter how much I don't like them. If that's a true statement, that's a greater good. That is just an objective good. Yeah. Um, situation in Turkey sucks. Real quick, thank you for everyone to everyone for reaching out and asking me if I'm okay, if my family's okay. We are. I don't have family in that region. Turkey, oh my, it's so fucking depressing. When this happened, I was up because, um, you know, Turkey time is like several hours ahead of us. And I decided to, uh, on Twitter, you can do a geolocation search. Like you can type in um, the coordinates 
of the area, for instance, and then a radius like 10 kilometers. I did this in the immediate aftermath. And it was the most depressing shit because people were literally tweeting from underneath the rubble. Mm. Like they were on Twitter tweeting out their addresses and selfies of themselves trapped in the rubble saying, save me. And then today I read that the Turkish government cut off Twitter access. So, was there a reason please, for it? Why would they cut it off? So the Turkish government routinely cuts off social media access whenever there's like a big event or a drama or a protest or they do this to prevent the quote unquote spread of misinformation. The excuse of every censor on the planet. So when you give money, please make sure it goes to a good charity. Yeah. Being charitable is good. Just do your homework beforehand. Mm -hmm. Yep. Very important. It's yeah, that the situation in Turkey is just so sad. Oh, it's I fucking can't believe. crazy. Yeah. It was it yeah, was two seven point five earthquakes, yeah. is that right? Seven point six. Seven point six. Seven point five. That's fucked up. That's yeah, so fucked up. Seven, oh my god. Which was the biggest since an earthquake in nineteen ninety nine, which was also seven point eight ish or something like that, which killed eighteen thousand people. Currently in Turkey. And the Syrian border region, I think the death toll right now is like 11,000. And a lot of yeah. them are dying because of hypothermia. Yeah, because a lot really of these cold. people are now out in the cold and they have no shelter. And I just saw the most depressing videos that are now etched into my brain, which I wish I could just blow out of my brain, but it's depressing. Can we have a last fun um, topic? 80 for uh, Brady, baby. 80 for Brady. Good movie. <laughs> Um, the Ralph Tard. Um, yeah, Ralph. Oh yeah, me, Ralph. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what it accomplishes to re-block me without interacting or doing anything. It's not like I tag Ralph in anything or any of my tweets. Um, I don't get my Ralph news from his timeline. I just go to the Kiwi Farms or just even if I wanted to, I could just open a private tab. Ralph. It's odd. His uh, father-in-law retweeted our podcast, so thanks for the shout out, Harry. Anta's ex <laughs> reached out to me. Faith Vickers, this is the uh, girl who was in his revenge the victim, porn. Yeah. Yeah. Who said who gave me a bunch of, you know, she corrected some of my misconceptions or misunderstandings. She, had, uh, she said that technically, yes, he is a convicted sex offender with a suspended sentence, which he has now served. Also, his um anti-abortion posturing is just that. It's posturing because apparently at the time when she was pregnant he begged her to abort the baby. So all of that is also fake. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. I can't yeah. believe that. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, like that all the like right. staunchest anti-abortion people online or whatever, <laughs> if it were to happen to them, I think they would be uh, totally fine with abortion. Where the fuck did I type YouTube.com? It's supposed to be Twitter. Hang on. He has this fun Usually. tweet. Um... His court fits, by the way. He uploaded this photo of himself in front of a green screen wearing a suit, looking like a fucking dunce. <laughs> it's just the trashiest person. He's like tweeting at his father-in-law about how he cream-pied his daughter and shit. Yeah. Just, I, I, I had a look shit. at his... After that episode, uh, and throughout the week, I had a look at his, his Twitter just to see what was going on. I wanted to do some research. He had like videos of this courtside 
seats at like a boxing match and it was just a video of him making out with his wife like t- like so fucking disgusting close Eating up of their face. like tongue yeah <laughs> like their tongue slapping in the air and stuff he's tongue down her throat i'm like why are you you're like 40 year old man why are you posting this online for everyone to see it's, it's crazy gross. he's 40 because he looks like in his 60s it is wild no, that he's, he's not only 40 in his I, think he's 30, he, he, I think he's 37 right oh jesus yeah. what He's not in his forties, buddy. I'm telling you, yeah. He's in his thirties. He's a few years older than me. And he looks like a whatever this hairdo is in the beard. He now looks like a ancient Greek hobo. I saw that clip of him that was floating around with people making fun of him and also being concerned because he started strangling um, his wife. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, that was. Oh, that was um, a joke. Yeah, people troll yeah, yeah. Ooh, like yeah. gifts, but yeah, the clip of him kissing her is so uncomfortable. It's like a fourteen-year-old's so first kiss, and he has to show like, you know, when you're a teenager and you want people to know you have a girlfriend. Like, yeah, finally, I'm not a loser. He's still in that mentality. Oh wait, that's where the choking video came from as well. It was another one. He did it twice. This is the actual full video posting in the chat. It's just him making out with her while he's like holding her throat. Hmm. Awesome. Uh, this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> they insist on kissing on camera. I don't I don't wanna <laughs> yeah. I don't wanna get too deep into it, but I got tagged in like an actual Ralph Superfan, so one of his top donators just recently started streaming. Uh, oh yeah, I got tagged. Oh with yeah, that I saw that, yeah. Go ahead. that. I don't even really want to talk about him because I'm legitimately afraid of him. He looks exactly like what I would expect someone to watch the Ralph Mail to look like, and his room looks like something out of a fucking crime documentary. But, but, what? So you think that guy, that guy, and like people like him are the ones watching this video of him yeah, making out with his girlfriend, like I pumping the air with yeah, their fists, yeah, like fuck you, Ralph. So. Yeah, he's the, they, he's they one of his top donors. And alpha. You think? So yeah, you think if the there's hope room. for Ralph, there's hope for me. It's that kind of thing. Yes. Like, hey, he's making. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know. That's exactly what it is, Jackson. If there, if I mean, Ralph Mel could do it, fan, I can do it. To describe yeah, the super maybe. fan, like his room was plastered in GI Joe comic book covers. I think, like wall to wall, all four four walls were covered in comic book covers, and it is a tiny yeah. room, which was apparently in his mother's house. Oh, well, as the co-creator of Godslap, there's nothing wrong with that. Put Godslap all over your walls if that's what you want to do. Totally fine. Do you, would you like our Ralph's fans? <laughs> no, 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 no. This guy can replace all of his uh, G.I. Joe comics with Godslap. Oh, also, yeah. he said... So, um, somebody tweeted our, a screenshot of our podcast at him and said, Moist Critical and Kaya Orsan lose it. Totally unprompted. The official podcast podcast calls for ethan ralph to be jailed and euthanized under under <laughs> on a 12 million subscriber youtube channel i don't remember that the reason yeah, why i, ethan I remember ralph kaya, to talk about them on stream for an hour once i remember kaya said uh, uh, made a joke about him just being put down all right <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I, was like, I, don't, I don't remember like actually making a stand that he should be euthanized <laughs> Like we all came well, to like a, a pr- consensus. Another tweet claim. I don't remember this, but sounds like me. Another tweet said that I made a joke about how he should go to Canada and take uh, make use of their medical assistance and dying <laughs> program. You, I, 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 I remember you, you said that. I remember you said that. Yeah, hundred percent. You did say so, that. Ethan retweeted this and said, "Report all caps. Report this to Twitch immediately, blatantly <laughs> against their off-platform rules at Twitch supports." 
It's like this is this man fashions himself as the big shit talker pro wrestling heel on the internet, and then when somebody actually does shit talk him, it's like they're breaking the rules. They're telling me to kill myself. <laughs> Twitch. I don't know why he's tagging Twitch. We're not on streaming this podcast on Twitch. I don't know what Charlie has to do with this. It's entirely retarded, yeah. Ralph. You're a fucking idiot. This is between you and Kaya, Ralph. And We're just watching this on it. YouTube. Whatever, he's a fucking big baby. I'll never report you, Ralph. I'm not a big uh, was baby. That like you. Was that happy enough of an ending for you, Kaya? Do you feel <laughs> rejuvenated now? Yeah, I got to giggle. Yeah, I'm. Lo I'm looking forward to more of Ralph's adventures in Rome. Um, I wonder if he can leave without getting his ass kicked. We'll see. Oh, is okay. he still in Rome right now? Yes, he's still in his uh, honeymoon. On his honeymoon, I believe. There's still plenty of time for him to get his ass kicked by some random local. If he, he has twenty minutes, he has time to get his internet. ass kicked. Yeah, if, if there's if there's twenty minute ride to the airport, he'll find a way to get his ass yep. kicked on the way there. He'll like last last call at the terminal. <laughs> <laughs> Give me oh, a second. Uh, this guy looked at me weird. I gotta go try and get in a fight and lose <laughs> real quick. <laughs> oh, here's a nice thing. Um, congratulations to PewDiePie on his firstborn. Oh yeah, yeah, super yeah. cute. Yeah. I think. That, that was wholesome. The first time I've heard like PewDiePie's so wholesome. name in five years is him announcing his child. No drama, no cancellation, nothing. Just happy family. That was a very, very nice. Congrats. Oh. Yeah. Nice offline thing. Reminds us of what's out there beyond the internet. You can escape this and become like PewDiePie and ha have a kid. Ideal you YouTuber. Love. That's right. Iconic. Only he has had a child. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep it on uh, offline. I sake. I respect the shit out of him kid. though. I respect the shit out of him lately. Like I I never obviously never had a problem with him. Thought he was fine, good. But in the last couple of years, just he really seems to just kind of do whatever he wants and not he focus wants. entirely on just being online all the time. And uh -huh. I think he's gone through a, an evolution that who he is now is just really an admirable person to be. Well, yeah, he's an adult. Yeah, a real adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I saw somebody say that like PewDiePie fell off or he isn't relevant anymore. His videos still get millions of views. If that's yeah. irrelevant, yeah. And he still has uh, a totally hundred and eleven million subscribers. Like, yeah, come on now. I yeah. think he's really. He doesn't have to do. Himself. He doesn't have to do like the daily YouTube grind or yeah, anything like that. Yeah, he doesn't that, want to. He's doing what he wants to do with his content and with his life. Like. You know, he used to be a near daily upload kind of regular dude, but now I'm on his channel right now. He uploads maybe twice a week and it seems more on, I don't know, often things that are a little different or a little more specific to what he's interested in, you know? No, I respect the hell out of him. Yeah. He's, he's great. And he got his start here on the official podcast. Yes, he did. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> Never forget that that man made me speed through traffic to get home from work to record with him. <laughs> he yeah. did. He made he you do that. Literally you, did. That. You you should be that kid's godfather. All four of us should be. <laughs> you know, he, he might also, be an adult, wait, but he still can't keep a schedule for shit. That's all there is to someone, it. Someone just someone posted this in chat just then, but I, I it just brought back the memory of it. He he talked about like doing something with a cat on the episode, right? Yeah, he I figured think it was his a cat. Joke. That was the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Surprised that didn't get him cancelled. We should try that again. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you could say that in 2023 without getting cancelled. Yeah, probably right. not. Maybe yeah. in the future someone will dig up that clip. Oh my god. Speaking, speaking of that, uh, 
Speaking of that whole sphere, so PewDiePie made a video a while ago about how Mr. Beast has passed him in subs. Uh, when was the last time you guys checked Mr. Beast's channel? I check it pretty often. Yeah, so, so he is obviously the front face of, of uh, YouTube now. Obviously very large, very popular man. I did not realize the scope to which he has hit now. So he's at 132 million subs when it used to be Holy a close fuck. race to the top. And every video he makes now in just weeks hits 100 million views. Mm -hmm. This man is unstoppable. Holy yeah. shit. It's crazy. That absolutely uh, unreal. So uh, his video's accurate. Like I'm looking at, I survived a plane crash. Did he actually bring down a plane? Charlie? Uh, I haven't seen yeah. that one. When was that? Uh, five months five ago. Five months ago. No, I didn't see that one, but everything mm. else, all the ones I've seen are very accurate to the title. Uh, yeah, his last video was really uh, touching. That's that's a great video. The thousand blind people see for the first time thing where he got yeah. surgery for a thousand uh, people with poor eyesight. Like just an incredible thing to do. Yeah, for really, sure. Really nice. Yeah, but what a really um, ominous thumbnail it has. <laughs> yeah, that thumbnail is wacky. Yeah, I don't know why you went with that one. It's a little weird. I mean, all of Mr. Beast's thumbnails are not my cup of tea, but they get yeah. clicks. Well, no, I was, I was about I to did. say, actually, yeah, maybe it is good that he went with the wacky, ominous one, because that does generate clicks. Yeah, and if and if continuing to generate clicks means that a thousand blind people now get to see for the first time, mm -hmm. that's... That's A-OK -okay in my books. Hey, we wrapped around to net positives. Greater goods. Mm, nice. Yeah, Wait, you're right. To that? Totally right. Okay, we can wrap, I guess. I was going to just ask about <laughs> that. What, what was that Indian media channel that PewDiePie was in a race oh, with? Oh, T-Series. Yeah. T-Series. Oh, they're like so 250 million subs. really lost. Oh my oh, god, no, they're, they're 235 million? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah. Jesus. There was never a chance. What the Wait, fuck? Wait, but then. Fuck. Wait. But their views are like 10k. Not really, they have more- they have like 2 billion monthly views, they upload like 80 times a day, and some of those get like 10 million views out of nowhere. So this is basically just like a TV, cha yeah. uh, TV channel, yeah. but online, 15 second basically. teaser has 3 million views. They- they upload 10, 12 videos a day, yeah. Holy crap. God damn. They so are without a doubt the biggest, the biggest channel, right? Channel? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Man, they ran Damn. away with that Christ. Wow. Well, that makes sense. They're, they're Indian, right? Yeah, they're Indian, so... Biggest market. Do you think they'll hit 1 true. billion subscribers? Uh, eventually. Yeah. Not in my lifetime. <laughs> what do you mean, eventually? 1 billion? 1, one seventh of the world's population? 100%, yeah. Absolutely. I as more and more know. people come online, as more and more people come into the world in general? Yep, no doubt. Jesus fucking Christ. It'll be it'll be quite it'll be a, while. a while though. Yeah. 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 All right. Thank imagine it happens next week and we're all proven wrong. That'd be insane. That would be <laughs> insane. <laughs> Let's see. Alright, thanks everyone for listening to this week's episode of the official podcast. Patreon.com slash the official podcast for bonuses. We got some exciting new episodes coming up. Uh cool guest next week. Uh I'll wait for that though. And so will you. Uh, we'll okay. see you next time. Bye, Bye. everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks, everyone.